Hello and welcome to the Your Honest Ally podcast. My name is Amy Greenaway and I am here to be your straight shooting bestie who lovingly tells you what you need to hear without beating around the bush, is your biggest hype girl and wants to see you live in the life of your dreams. In this podcast, we will cover all things self-development from manifestation, relationships, sex, fertility, owning your space and so much more. You will be exposed to ideas that will expand your horizons and give you knowledge to make empowered life decisions. Before we get into it, I invite you to open up that beautiful mind of yours, leave all the offense behind and get ready to take full accountability and own your life. Let's grow together because hey, I'm still figuring out life too. Welcome back to the Your Honest Ally podcast. I hope whatever day it is that you're listening to this, that you're having a fabulous week. If not, I hope it gets better for you, or even if it's you that makes it better for you. Today, I am going to be talking about the topic of fear and how on the other side of fear lies freedom, really, as the title would tell you. Real talk, this is the second time I'm recording this. I was in a mood the other day and I recorded the podcast and you can literally hear it in my voice, the mood. Like, you know, when you just are in one of those moods where everything is pissing you off. (laughs) or triggering you or like you just want to like I just wanted to scream um I don't know why I was in that mood but I was and I thought I could just upload this as it is but the last thing I want to do is bring people's vibes down and bring your vibes down if you're listening to me so here I am re-recording on the bed <laughs> and yeah it's it's going to be better this time it's going to have more life in my voice I literally sounded like a wet rag and that's the last thing I want to be in anyone's ears so here we go we're going to talk about on the other side of fear lies freedom before I get into that life update nothing really um it's getting towards the end of the year guys we're at the end of October pretty much so sales are going to start happening so if you're thinking about Christmas or end of year celebrations get ready to start shopping I'm not sure if you're like me and you think about Christmas all year (laughs) or if you're like someone that thinks about it last minute right before you need to buy presents and you think shit I've forgotten about it Kirk always thinks it's weird because I'll say things in like June and be like do you think this would be a really good present for this person is like, what on earth? Why are you even thinking about that? But I do in my family, we're already preparing for our Kris Kringle because we like to get in early and why not utilize the sales that will be on? So um, the first sale is end of October, I think 27th of October. Prepare yourself for all of those. And it was Thanksgiving in Canada just the other week or other, other week now, but the other day when I recorded this so happy Thanksgiving to all my Canadian loves and my family over there and yeah it's not not much happening for me really it's just life in general 
And let's get into the fun fact, life hack and recommendation segment of today. Today, I'm going to be doing a recommendation and it's a recommendation for your house. And I don't think it's something that lots of people know or pay attention to, but being the person that I am that pays attention to anything that's slightly dirty in a home and house sitting, I see this all the time. So I thought I'll just give you this great recommendation. Maybe it's a life hack, but it's a recommendation. My recommendation is to clean the grill of your range hood. What lots of people don't realize is that you can just pop out that grill when it gets dirty and throw it in the dishwasher or if you have to hand wash it because you don't have a dishwasher and it will come out sparkling clean and then you just need to wipe down the other parts of it and voila, you've got a nice clean range hood. It's not dripping with oil and it's working well. So random. But yes, that's my recommendation for the week. I hope everyone this week takes two seconds to pop out their range hood and chuck it in the dishwasher. And then you can move on knowing everything is well, with your range hood at least. <laughs> okay, let's get into the podcast of today. So the podcast of today, on the other side of fear lies freedom. I have that tattooed on me, actually. That's where I got the inspiration for this episode. But it is so true, and I say it all the time, on the other side of fear lies freedom. With that, what are you afraid of? I'm not talking about things that are putting you in intense danger, like going walking in dark alleys in the middle of the night. But what are you afraid of doing even though you know it will most likely benefit you in the end? Are you an artist afraid to start selling your creations as you're scared of people's response? Are you afraid to start a business in case you fail or for fear of what other people will say or think of you? Are you insanely scared of flying and due to that you haven't seen outside of your country when you know you'd love to travel to Europe? Are you afraid of making a move to a new city or country, even though you would really love to? Are you afraid of heights or adventure activities that involve heights? Or are you afraid to try a new sport or activity? What are you afraid of and why are you afraid of it? Sometimes we are afraid to do things for fear of what others will think. But why? I heard a statistic once about your funeral day and it hit me right between the eyes. It was that on your funeral day, regardless of how good of a person you were, what you achieved or who you made a difference to, the amount of people that will show up is largely dependent on the weather. Then if you choose to be buried and the heavens decide to cry for you at the same time, you're likely to have around seven people attend your burial. Now, I don't know if this is 100% accurate, but regardless, I think it holds some truth. And knowing that all of these people we're currently letting weigh in on our life decisions most likely won't even show up to our funeral is a freeing thought. Because why on earth are we caring 
what they're thinking anyway. Also, we often think people are thinking about us when they're not. Most of the time, they're thinking about themselves. We are self-indulged humans. That is self-indulged. Is that the word? You're self-engulfed. Self-everything, right? (laughs) It's human nature to think about ourselves all the time when we are the center of our own universes. It's natural. No need to beat ourselves up about it. And another thing, we think if we say something silly, do something slightly scary or what we would perceive as embarrassing, that people are going to think about it as long as we do. I understand that as we live in a world full of rogue cancel culture, but like I said, more often than not, people are too engulfed with their own lives to notice what you're doing anyway. Sure, there will always be those people that like to bring you down, but we should never allow people doing less than us or that even just don't understand us to prevent us from going after our goals. No one who is more successful or accomplished than you will bring you down. And if they do, you know that they are not successful in all parts of their life. One of my favorite sayings ever is, feel the fear and do it anyway. I want you to think about what you're scared of doing and bring it to the forefront of your mind. If you're like me, when you think about things you're a little nervous to do, you will feel a little bit sick in your gut. Like I get like a sick feeling underneath my sternum, but that's natural. Just roll with it. Now, I want you to mentally take a step back and look at your fear from an outside perspective. From an outside perspective, is what you're fearing, is it as big of a deal as it is to you? Probably not. Because to us, everything we do, have, be, see, is a big deal. But to other people, what you do isn't that huge. When in doubt, zoom out. It'll shrink your problem or your fear or whatever it is that you've got going on. Next, I want you to think about the absolute worst case scenario. What is the worst outcome of doing the thing you're afraid of doing? And is it really that big of a deal? Sure, if it ends in death or permanent disability, it's a big deal. For me who loves extreme sports and doing things that risk um, that the risk factor is death, I'm not someone that is afraid of dying, but I am terrified of not living. I also think that if death was to come for me and it is my time to go, there is absolutely no stopping it. So I'm not going to let it stop me living my best life. But then again, I don't have babies that rely on me. So that's really just a personal line that you need to draw yourself. And also, you have a higher chance of getting killed in a car accident or hit by a car than you are to die during an adventure activity that involves safety mechanisms. Off the topic of death, Let's talk less morbid worst case scenarios. Some examples. You really want to do stand-up comedy, but you're afraid. Worst case scenario, you are shit and get booed off stage. 
yes, that shit, it's embarrassing, all those things. But is it really that big of a deal? You have a pool to start a business. Worst case scenario, it completely flops. You learn some lessons and lose a bunch of money. Maybe go into debilitating debt. Yeah, that's pretty rough, right? But you can recover from that. So it's not the end of the world completely. Or you really want to go to church or try some random activity. Let's say fantasy medieval reenactments or something. I don't know. I don't know where I pulled that from. But worst case scenario, all your current friends tease you for it and you lose them as friends. I personally would say they just showed you who they were and they're not people you want in your life. So worst case scenario was actually a blessing in disguise. But okay, worst case, or you go and you absolutely hate it. Oh, well, at least you know now, right? You have no regrets. You tried it, didn't love it. Uh -uh, Who cares? Oh, well. Or you really want to lift some proper weight in the gym, but you're scared to enter the free weight section go to the squat rack or even enter the gym at all. Worst case scenario, you have no idea what you're doing and someone asks if they can help you. That's not really a worst case, but I know people get offended by that when someone offers to help them. Let's think what's a worst case. Worst case, someone is really rude to you or takes your bench or machine and you feel a bit shit. Is that really that bad? Like, is that fear of that small thing big enough or like, is that a bad enough outcome that will stop you from being fit and healthy for your life? Like, or to get as strong as you like? Or what's another one? Oh, you want to go and live in another country for a period of time and maybe go by yourself. Worst case scenario, you hate it. And after six months, you come back home. And find a new job or start over again, especially if you don't have family or friends to help you. Yes, moving to another country, it is a big deal. It is scary. But the worst case scenario is really not that scary. So big whoop. Like how can we let those things stop us? Now we've thought of the worst case scenarios of our fear. Now I want you to think of the best case scenario and how you would feel once you overcame your fear. Remember, on the other side of fear lies freedom. So you take the leap, you do the stand-up comedy, and it is the best night of your life. You are so funny. People are in tears laughing at you. How does that make you feel? I'd say you feel pretty epic, maybe even on top of the world. You start the business and it is super successful. You have consistent, manageable growth and you earn enough to train enough people within your business to enable you to become financially free. Because of that, you no longer have to look at the price tag on things before you buy them and you get to spend all the time you want doing the things you want, spending time with your loved ones or getting your hair blow dried once a week, whatever it is that you want to do. Sure, you still have stresses and struggles, but you're going to have those regardless of your financial situation. So this situation is so much better. How does that make you feel? Like, do you feel excited? I'm excited and I'm not even starting a business. You go to that church or you start that random activity. 
With that, you make the most amazing friends. Find your happy place and feel like you are really, truly accepted and valued. Oh, what a feeling. Like, how good is that to find your tribe? You build up the courage to walk into the free weights area of the gym and start working out. Best case, you start to get really confident in the gym. Begin to lift some epic weights. Even make friends in the gym if you're into that. Next minute, you're lifting more than some of the guys and you're popping a 100 kilo squat. How do you feel? I'll tell you from experience, you feel invincible. You do end up moving across the world alone. You have the absolute time of your life, experience insane things, meet incredible forever friends, and maybe even meet the love of your life, the person you end up marrying. That decision to move across the world altered the trajectory of your life to ensure it was the best life ever. Thinking about the success of that move, how do you feel? Do you just get that excited feeling in your chest thinking about it? I feel it and I'm just giving examples. Yes, sure, some of the examples are close to home and every time say I think about the fact that I moved across the world and somehow found the love of my life there I get teary um but yeah like imagine if I'd let fear stop me (laughs) Alexis Fernandez often says when she feels scared or nervous I live for this feeling and it is so true I really truly live for this feeling Being a little scared, nervous, or anxious reminds us that we are alive. And how lucky are we to be alive? Like I've said in past episodes, people don't regret all the things they try and fail at. They regret not trying them. So I really encourage you to try them regardless of how scary it is. Now, if you are unsure whether a decision is right for you, and I understand that feeling, then give it to God or the universe or whatever you want to give it to, to make your decision. Just don't give it to another person. I do this all the time with big decisions. For example, when I had decided I wanted to go back to summer camp again in America and then possibly move to Canada after I made the decision to ask my boss if he would allow me to have three months leave to go to summer camp. If he said yes, he would let me have the leave and hold my job, then I knew I was meant to come back to Australia. If he said no, he couldn't hold my job, then that was fine and I would apply for my visa for Canada, my Canadian visa. I had the discussion with him and he wasn't able to hold my job. So that literally that afternoon, I applied for my Canadian visa and was granted it two weeks later. I was meant to move to Canada and I was not upset with the decision at all. Like, it's like I knew that it was right. But if I had made that in my own power, say, like thinking about it as if it was my decision, I probably would have struggled with it a bit more. This is a way I make the big decisions in my life because I know everything always works out for the best and often it's me that messes things up. So that's just a hot tip you can try. 
And yeah, just just know that on the other side of fear lies freedom. I really want you to think about the feeling of overcoming those fears. Like I had a kid at summer camp. She was so beautiful and she was deathly afraid of heights. And I didn't realize that I had had any impact on her at that point or even that she'd been reading my tattoos. (laughs) But we were doing um, high ropes course and like rock climbing course at summer camp. And yeah, she was so afraid of heights. But it was like a thing for their age group, the senior girls, to do the, is it called the star, the jump star, where it's like you jump and you hit the star, but you have to jump off a tall pole. And you had to climb this pole. And she started climbing this pole. And I was like, you can do this. You can do this. Like you, you've got to just push through this fear. And she said to me, on the other side of fear lies freedom. And I was like, oh my gosh, like she's been paying attention. And so her and all of the girls and me were all chanting on the other side of fear lies freedom, on the other side of fear lies freedom as she climbed that pole. And then she stood on top of the pole and she yelled it and then she jumped and hit the star and she came down and she was like, that was the best feeling ever. That was the most freeing feeling ever. And yeah, I was like, wow, you just literally embodied what I say. And I know it was just a small thing, a small fear. Well, to her, it was a big fear, but to other people would see that and be like, it's not that big of a deal, but it was, it was to her. Um, Yeah. So random, random story, but the feeling she had, and even we all had just watching her and seeing that happen shows that yes, on the other side of fear lies freedom. And your best life is on the other side of your fears that are holding you in your comfort zone. So, yeah, I want you I want you to feel the fear and do it anyway. Make a small step in the direction of your fear and you will see it subside. When you do it, let me know. I would love to know about you pushing through your barriers. I really really love seeing people overcome their fears and succeed in their lives. So please do share that with me. That's all. That's a wrap for today. Thank you for listening. Please share this podcast if it helped you. And it would help me a lot if you could like and review my podcast. It was just a short one today, but I love you. And remember, I am on your side. Big love. (laughs) 